Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 the following program is brought to you by bridgeway community church from our nation's capital welcome to real talk with dr david anderson seasoned expert on race religion relationships dr anderson wants to talk to you phone lines are open now 888-432-7434 and now please welcome dr david anderson your bridge building voice in the nation's capital Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are in your kitchen, in your car, maybe you're in front of your smartphone or your computer watching me on Facebook Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in there as well. At Anderson Speaks is my handle uh, on all of my social media. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station, on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Of course, we have a special show, a special weekend edition on Saturdays. You always want to tune in there at 7 p.m. to see the highlights of some great interviews as well. My phone number live in studio is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You can give me a call to talk to me about marriage today. And our topic on this Marriage Monday is helping your man be the man in your marriage. Helping your man be the man in your marriage. We're going to talk about the difference between authority and influence. And uh, ladies, uh, how do you influence your man to be the man that he is supposed to be? And gentlemen, what is it that you need from that woman of yours, that wife that you put a ring on? And uh, most men uh, will tell you there's certain things that they need. But how do you help your man be the man? You know, I'm the man of this house. How do you help that? Uh, Do you believe that? Do you want him to be the man? Or uh, what is that like? And we're going to go back a little bit to the scriptures and try to figure that out as well. I'd love for you to engage. I'd love for you to ask a question maybe about the role of the man in your marriage and what you feel like maybe he's not doing, he should be doing, how to to motivate the man you married well let me give you the number one more time say a word of prayer i'm opening my phone lines now let's pray heavenly father thank you uh, for the opportunity you give us to talk about male and female husband and wife 
And, Lord, I pray for all of our husbands that they would feel like the man and all of our ladies that they'd feel like uh, the woman and uh, that together you would bring great synergy uh, to your purpose in their lives today. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com. Or if you really want to know what I'm about, go to embracegracism.com, where we are embracing what it means uh, to include other people, regardless of their color, their class, or their culture. We want the art of inclusion to be alive and well in our lives and in our churches. If you want to learn more about what that means, just go to embracegracism.com. If you want to give me a call today, you can call me at 888-432-7434. What does it mean to be the man in your marriage? What do you think about that as men? What do you think? What does it mean when you most feel like, yeah, I'm the man uh, in this marriage? What does that look like? What does that feel like to you? Give me a call. And then, ladies, what about you? What does it feel like when he is the man? Like, I feel like my man is being a man when? Fill in that blank. And, and maybe you're in a situation where you don't feel like uh, your, your man is stepping up. You don't feel like you're doing it right. Like you're not helping him. You're not motivating him. You're not there to, uh, you're trying to figure out, Dr. Anderson, what do I do in order to bring the man out in my man? Well, guess what? That's one thing I am, a man. <laughs> and uh, I'm one who uh, has submitted and surrendered his life to the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. I'm also married to Amber my wife, and I'm a father of about three kids and uh, a few other things going on in my world. So I think I might be able to help you out a little bit. Most of all, we've got the Word of God, the Scriptures, and I'm going to take you right to uh, one that's very important in just a moment. But let me give you the number one more time in case uh, you want to get in. Now would be a great time uh, to call me before the lines get too jammed, and I want you to get in, uh, get through my call screener. Just give her your name, or you can tell her your name's anonymous. If you do not want to share exactly who you are, and then uh, ask me your question or give me your comment so we can talk about this. Now, I do believe, let me just say it up front, because we're in a culture right now where there, there's some confusion. Everybody doesn't know what's what. So I'm going to tell you where I am, and that is this. I do believe that God created male and female and that both genders represent the image of God. All right? Uh, both genders. So that's the male gender and the female gender. I still believe in gender. Uh, and I believe uh, that uh, when it comes to marriage, that God has ordained a male and female uh, to be married uh, under his covering. And that that marriage represents uh, really what God is trying to picture as the perfect union between Jesus Christ and his his people, the church. So the bride of Christ is known as the church. And in a sense, marriage symbolizes the way uh, Christ is uh, the bridegroom to the church. And so uh, there's my bias. I'm putting it out there. It doesn't mean that uh, I'm judging you or that uh, uh, I don't love you because I may have a different position than you. But I, I don't believe uh, that uh, a man should marry a man and if they do, uh, I believe the state can do it, and I, I believe in the freedom to do it, all right? I do not believe that that's God's best or that's God's will 
but I do believe that it should be respected. It should be an option uh, for the state and that people should not be discriminated against if they do decide they want to marry someone of the same sex. I just believe it's not God's best. It's not God's ideal, uh, and it wasn't his perfect will. Now, having said that, I still want to walk, walk with you, work with you, accept you, even celebrate who you are as an image bearer of Almighty God. So we can agree to disagree, and that's going to be okay with me. Is it okay with you as well? Let's talk about it. My number, once again, is 888 bridge let me run to my commercial break now and as soon as i get back i'm going to be taking your phone calls so get in where you fit in triple eight four three bridge you are tuned into real talk with dr david anderson Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. Dr. Anderson here. Have you ever seen somebody's car and it looks like they live in it? I mean, they've got trash, they've got cups, they've got dust all over the place. Yuck. Well, maybe you want to give them a gift of a detail. That's right. Cleaning the car with details in action. That's the name of the company I use. They came to my office. They popped up a garage, uh, a little portable garage. They cleaned everything out. They shampooed my rugs. They even Q-tipped my vents. Give them a call today if you want to give somebody a gift or if you want to even get your own car cleaned it's detailers in action here's their number it's 443-864-1222 again that's 443-864-1222 it's detailers in action they even power wash houses and decks as well i hope you give them a call again the number is 443-864-1222 and tell them dr anderson sent you Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. 
To join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. We're talking about uh, what it means to be the man in one's marriage. And today's topic, helping your man be the man in your marriage. I'm going to help you uh, if you're a woman and you're trying to say, how can I help him be the man? Or if you're a man and you're saying, look, I don't feel like I'm the man. Help me out. What do I do here? Well, any variation of that we can talk about. And I'm going to give you some uh, a little bit of scripture along the way. Uh, as well, but I do want to take your phone calls, so let me give you my number. It's 888-432-7434. Did you get it? Uh, you can also remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's kick the show off in Indian Head, Maryland with Michael, who's on the line. Hello, Michael. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, how are you doing, Dr. Devin? I'm doing very well. Thanks for hanging out with me from Indian Head. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm just thinking about the marriage. And uh, I'm listening to a couple of your TV shows. And, you know, I think, like, uh, marriage is really deep in a female-male relationship because sometimes um, the female needs the male to hold her down for certain things in her life. Mm-hmm. And the same thing as a female for the okay. comfort. And basically, I think a real man should, like, uh, Take care of his woman, no matter what they go through, and right. hold her down. Make sure she's okay. So a real man should take care of his woman and hold her down. And when you say hold yeah, her down, you mean like sure. pr- protect her and care for her. Yeah, protect her and care for her. Because a lot of times, um, just looking at society and stuff, uh, we forget about being like gentlemen and right. how to uh, treat a woman. Right. So I just you protect her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just her right. Hey, that's a good word. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Okay, Michael? Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Blessings to you. Hold her down. Protect her. Be there for her. Take care of her. Well, that, you know what? That's that's what God would call us to do as, as men, isn't it? Uh, what do you think it means to be the man in the relationship? Uh, what do you think it means? Uh, in fact, let me just take you to one passage. You know, in uh, Genesis chapter 2, it talks about um, how God created the woman out of the side of the man, out of the rib, the side of the man. Now, notice he didn't create her from the bottom of the foot so as to walk over her. He didn't create her from the top of the head as to be over him. He created her from his side. Uh, that's instructive. What a great picture that is, walking hand in hand, arm in arm, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, side by side. I think that's what God's desire is, that he would have someone alongside of him to help him accomplish what God has commanded him uh, to do. Well, I want to hear more from you. What does it mean to be the man? What does it mean to be the woman? Uh, This is important. And uh, if you want to join me in what you think is an important conversation about roles and about uh, the the, uh, constitution of what it means to be a husband as opposed to a wife, Give me a call, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Talk to Roy, who's on the line. Hey, Roy, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? 
I'm doing fine. Uh, a few minutes ago, you was talking to someone that was gay, and you were talking about gay marriage, and uh, you were saying that uh, I can understand we loving them. Yeah. But it's an abomination to God. And if you read over in Romans, the uh, first chapter, and it tells you uh, that God gave them over to a reprobate mind that they wouldn't believe the truth. Now, you do know that uh, when the Lord comes, that uh, there are going to be some people that will not uh, be raptured and go to heaven. They are not going to be liars. They're not going to be thieves. They're not going to be gay folk. They're not going to be unless they change. Now, when you tell a person that is gay that, it, you know, we love them and, you know, we pray for them and we're okay, do you tell the thief, you know, it's okay, we love you, you can come to church, we love you, and, you know, as long as you don't steal and take our mm-hmm, tithes, but we mm-hmm, love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so— you know, it's, I mean, that's hypocrisy. There's a couple of different ways to look at that. I, I definitely agree that homosexual behavior— is a sin, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the homosexual himself or herself who are struggling with same-sex attraction is in sin because they have that, uh, that orientation. And so if I have the orientation to decide that I, I want to steal, uh, that may be my orientation, but it doesn't mean I have to steal. Uh, if I have an orientation to say I want to have heterosexual sex outside of marriage, I may have that desire, but it doesn't make it a sin. Now, I can't lust over it, but you know what? We all have our areas where we lean. And so for people who lean in that direction, you still want to help them out, and and you really want to help them know that they're loved. Why? Because God loves them, and uh, God desires. God loves them, and God wants them to change, Mm -hmm. but you can't tell them that they're okay. Well, I mean, mean, to be a pastor and a doctor, that's, that's... you know, what you, you're giving somebody the wrong opinion as though you're speaking as God. You're not speaking as God. I, you're I, speaking I, as a man. You can't. I agree. You can't tell something. Well, I, yeah, actually, actually, well, actually, I can. You don't have to agree with me, but I can tell people what I believe the scriptures say, just like I gave you an opportunity to say what you're saying. And we can have a great debate on it. But what I'm saying is God loves tax collectors and sinners. That includes you. That includes me. And while, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I have sin in my life. You have sin in your life. They have sin in their life. We're not going to pick out one sin and make it the greatest sin of all. We're going to say, listen, God loves you. Come to him and let him do the changing in your life. Now, if you want to pick out sins every day in people's lives, point it out, lift it up, and tell them that they're bad, how is that going to draw them to the Lord? And so we can't just pick one out and make it the greatest sin of all just like the thief, or just like the person in homosexual sin, or just like the person who's cohabitating in heterosexual sin. Sin is sin in God's eyes. And the way we talk about it absolutely has to be equal. Otherwise, a whole group of people can be discriminated against and feel like God hates them and feels like you hate them too, Roy. I know you don't, but you've got to say it. Because if you don't say it, I know you don't, but listen. But listen to my point, and then I'll let you, I'll let you have the last word in just a second. But let, listen to my point. Okay. If you don't lead with that, and if you don't make that very clear, based on how these people have been discriminated against and hurt by the church, 
then they don't hear anything else you say. So you've got to wrap it in a way that they know that you love them. You've got to say that you love them. And you've got to invite the conversation to get them where you want them to go. Okay, I'll give you the last word. Okay. I understand everything that you just said. Yes, you're supposed to love them. God loves us. He loves us, but he wants us to change. He really wants us to change. I agree. Christ died that we might change. I agree. Now, if we don't change, then it's on us. We have That's all of us. Uh, uh, the option, we have the option to either accept Christ and allow right. his spirit to change us or we you know uh, and if we don't repent, then it'll be our portion. So how do so we want I them to change? Know, I have a cousin. How do I have we want? A cousin that I dearly love. Yeah. And and, and homosexual, and I love them. I how... mean, I love them to death. But how do you uh, want him to change? Say that again. How do you want him to change? Well, the first thing you have to come to Christ. There you go. Ask the Lord for him. There you, you go. To to, you have to come to Christ. There you, you don't go. Don't come to a man and say, you know, I've sinned, because there's no man can uh, take your sins upon them, but you come to him. There you, you go. Come to him and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. There you Just go. Just like the, uh, there was a, a, a quote in the Bible, a Pharisee was praying. He said, thank God I'm not like uh, mm-hmm. this man. Mm-hmm. I pay tithes. I do this. And uh, I think it was a tax collector. He said, Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to say when they know that it's a sin. Lord, have mercy upon me. Whatever, the, whatever their sin God is. God will extend his mercy. Whatever, his, whatever their sin is, though, right? Right, right. See, it's, and, it's, and he will extend his mercy. And, that, and that's important you know. for people to know that they have sin. Don't point at just one. What I'm saying with your cousin or with the person you were mentioning, when we say they need to change, oftentimes what happens is we point to their particular sin. And it's hard for people when they have sin in their life, all right, for you to pick out one. What you want to do is draw them to Christ like you're doing. You know, tell them Christ loves them. Tell them they have sin in their life. We have sin in our life. And let God identify what those sins are. Then they come to God and let God change them. And I think we're trying to say the same thing. I'm talking about an approach, though. And I think you're coming at me because you didn't like my approach. We're, we're getting to the same end. I'm just saying that I don't think the approach that you're using is one that has been very winsome for many people who are in the gay lifestyle. I, on the other hand, I do believe my approach is a, a different approach and a more winsome one. And I've been able to watch God use it over and over again for people who've been in that lifestyle who have never been able to see it this way and to come to God and actually have the Holy Spirit work on them and change them. And so I'm just challenging you uh, to make sure that, because I know the result you want is the same result I want, and the result is change is not stopping from being a homosexual. Change is coming to Christ and letting Christ work on you so that you can be all that he wants you to be. That is a process. It takes time. And I'm going to love you along the way as opposed to an instant change. And I think you agree with me, but I want to let you respond before I let you go. No, um, I've said what, what the Spirit put on my heart to say. You know, all I know is that uh, no sinner, if they don't repent, will be in the kingdom of God. Amen to that. We they can have agree on to that. Repent and ask God to to change their lives. We can agree on that. We can agree on that. 
All right. Have a great day. Thank you, Roy. I appreciate it. From Upper Marlboro, Maryland. What about what about you? What do you think about the uh, the different approaches to people who have uh, a different lifestyle? I mean, you can preach against it all day long, and uh, is that what's going to to stop them, change them, or are they going to turn away from you and the church and the Word of God? The way you teach it, the way you preach it, the way you extend a hand, the way you invite people to the conversation, I think had has a great great uh, uh, way of either being salt and light or actually uh, repelling people. And there's a whole lot of people that we're losing uh, because they just don't believe uh, that uh, that we love them. And uh, it would be terrible if a whole group of people thought God hated them and the church hated them as if their sin were worse than yours and mine. Well, let's come back to the table and talk about this. Uh, let me give you my number. It's 888-432-7434. I've made my bias very clear. I do believe in marriage between a man and a woman uh, for a lifetime. I don't believe uh, that a man and a man or a woman and a woman should get married uh, under God. Now, if the state allows it, the state allows it. The state allows other things uh, that may not be in line with uh, the scriptures that I, I hold dear. But, again, that's the state. And then we're talking about uh, God's word. So how do we then engage people uh, who have a different view? Uh, today's topic is how to be the man, all right? Helping a man be the man in marriage. That's what the topic is. I know we got off a, a little bit, but come on back. Holler at me in just three minutes. 888-43-BRIDGE. Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VALUE to 350-350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free consultation to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VALUE to 350-350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VALUE to 350-350. That's V-A-L-U-E to 350-350. I did come into the weekend with an expectation to sort out probably something that couldn't be fixed. The New Life Intimacy and Marriage Workshop is coming to Washington, D.C. July 20th to the 22nd. There is a third person in our marriage, and it's not Jesus. It's a voice that is harsh, and it's put a wall between us. Join Steve Arterburn. I'm going to be talking about seven different secrets from the Mediterranean. You do these, and they lead you to a life of passion and meaning and romance and deep, intimate connection. And Mylon and Kay Yurkovich. We're going to be talking about the emotional, sexual, and relational journey that all couples go on over the course of a lifetime together. To register or to find out more, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or go to newlife.com. I really feel like we have somewhere to go and a future and we have hope. 1-800-N-E-W-L-I-F-E.
The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 Six seven one seventy seventy. That's eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy. Eight hundred six seven one seventy seventy. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com/commercials. Not available in all states. Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So glad you're hanging out with me on this Marriage Monday. We're talking about what does it mean to be the man in a marriage? How how can you help your man be the man uh, in your marriage? Talking about authority, influence, and what does it mean to motivate the man you have married? By the way, I do believe that uh, when God created a woman, he created her out of his side. So they'd be partners side by side. Also, that rib. Uh, remember, the rib cage actually protects the vital organs of the heart, especially. And so I think a woman standing by his side can really protect uh, his heart. It also says that Adam named her. And so I think that's important because when you name someone, it means they're under your authority. When you have your children, they come under my three kids come under Anderson. Okay. Uh, and then we give them their names, uh, you know, and my kids have their own names. Now when they get of age, which they are, they could always change their names. They can change their first or last or whatever. They don't have to, but having the covering of my name, uh, and of our name, uh, gives them a sense of belonging and a, a sense of covering. Uh, and then, of course, when a woman marries uh, uh, her, uh, my daughter, she grows up and she marries another man, uh, she could take his last name, which uh, is really saying I'm coming under the covering of this man now, no longer under the covering of uh, the Anderson uh, clan, if you will. Uh, and so um, I think that authority is important to have uh, the man feel like he's an authority, feel like he is uh, the head of the house let me tell you how my wife puts it she says you're the head but i'm the neck that turns the head she told me that she learned that from my mother i see anderson jackson who told her that in talking about um you know our marriage honey uh you know the man david's the head but but you're the neck and remember the neck is what influences and turns the head can't have a head without a neck can you and so the woman has a very very important role in the life of the man and the man has a very important role uh, in the life of the woman all right we can talk more about it let me give you my number and then i'm going to go back to the phone lines my phone number is triple eight four three bridge let's go to silver spring maryland and talk to danny who's on the line hello danny welcome to the show how are you sir 
Thank you. I'm, I'm doing very well. Thanks for calling. Thank what are you thinking? Yeah, I had a question because um, my partner, uh, well, my, my wife, we're going to get married soon. Um, uh, she's a very strong woman, I would say. And she's very opinion. Uh, she has uh, her way of saying things, you know. I mean, she's very respectful mm-hmm. and all that. But uh, lately, I, I, I've been noticing that she's she's a little bit feminist, I guess. I don't know. So how would you deal with that? You know, knowing that, knowing, you know, suspecting that the person or your wife is a little feminist. Yeah, so. Like, how would you deal with that? Let me make sure I understand it clearly. First of all, is she your wife or your wife-to-be? Wife-to-be, yeah. Uh-huh. When are you guys getting married? Yes, sir. Well, I'm uh, not going to be now. I mean, we have kids. We, we okay. You know, so but you don't have a together and all this stuff. You don't have a date to be married yet. Mm, next year, but we don't have a date. Okay. How many kids do you have? Uh, we have two. Okay. Got it. And how long you guys two been girls. living yeah. together? Uh, we've been together for. I would say five years now. Five years. And then um, are, are you paying the mortgage or is she paying the mortgage? Or do you all put your money together to pay for the rent or the mortgage? Uh, we put a uh, – uh, we live in the house. You know, we rent the house and uh-huh. uh, we, we live with some family members. and We all put some money. I understand. I understand. Things like that, yeah. I understand. So you have other family members that live there as well. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, living living together is something I don't think is really God's best for you. Again, I'm not judging you, but I, I want to kind of give you a, a broader answer, and then I'm gonna give you a real specific one about her being opinionated. But uh, it sounds to me like Correct. this yeah. is the woman that you want to be with for the rest of your life. You've been together five years. You have two kids together. You're living together. So it's not like you're dating. And I could say to you, you know what? She's so opinionated. Maybe you ought to consider not marrying her. Maybe you ought to marry somebody that has more less opinions. I don't know. But in this case, exactly. it, it sounds it yep. sounds to me like y'all going to be together, right? Yeah, and we actually we are doing very well. Okay. That sometimes you know you don't feel the respect. She's like. Mm, yeah, she respect me, but at the same time, sometimes I feel like I'm not the head of the house. Sometimes. Right. right. Okay. So I got you. And and um, what does it feel like not being the head? Like, what does that what does that mean to you? Um, supposedly, uh, well, for example, uh, when she says something, if like it is a hundred percent right. <laughs> when I say something, you know, there's some question, there's some questioning to it, and things like that. So I'm, uh, I'm like, okay, that's so funny. that's how it feels. That's why I'm. Oh, that's funny, man. Yeah, welcome to marriage, but you ain't married yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this is what I want you to do because I, I got a specific challenge for you. I think it's gonna help you. I need you to be ready for this challenge. So I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna go to my breakdown. Okay, you hold on, and as soon as I get back in three minutes, I'm gonna give you a very specific challenge.
asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Have you ever walked into your basement and there was that smell? You weren't quite sure what it was, mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint in your walls? Well, listen, you need to call Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come by, give you a free inspection, and they'll let you know, is it water wreaking havoc on the foundation of your home? They have more than 30 years of experience, and they're ready to give you and all my listeners a free basement inspection. All you got to do is give them a call, 844-980-3707. One more time, here's the number, 844-980-3707, or check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com. And by the way, if you do business with them, they'll donate $500 to support my radio ministry. So give them a call, Best Buy Waterproofing. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCullum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCullum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCullum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCullum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. And I'm back. David Anderson, live here in studio. What a great show. We're talking about what it means to be the man in marriage. Uh, one person writes in and says, why is it that so many Christians say, as a Christian, I love them, but how would we think and engage differently if we said, as a Christian, I love you, and <laughs> when we say, but, then right after we tell them that we love someone, it clearly sends the message that our love is conditional on that person changing something or doing something. What if we love people without the but? What would that look like? What a great question and a great thought uh, as well. Uh, this was for a prior conversation when, you know, a lot of times we may say to the LGBT community, we love you, but, you know, how about we love you and? What a great thought. Thank you so much, uh, Rick. All right, back to Danny in Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, Danny, uh, just in case people are tuning in again, uh, you are uh, living with your uh, 
soon-to-be wife, she's not your wife yet, and kids along with other family members. You've been together about five years, got a couple kids. You don't always feel like the man. She's very opinionated, and so sometimes you feel like, <laughs> like you might be just a little bit disrespected. Not really. She respects you. You like her. It's all good, but yeah. it's just something inside of you saying, yeah, she's always right, and I'm not, you know, I'm always wrong or often wrong. Did I get that <laughs> review right? Did I get that right? Yeah, that's exactly the point. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's my challenge for you. Are you ready for this? I told you I was going to give you a challenge after the break. Yeah. Or, I, or I can I, I can tell you something else. Uh, she a little background. Okay. She goes. Um, she's a Catholic. Okay. But she doesn't go go to church mm-hmm. as much, and uh, I'm a Baptist. Uh huh. So that's a little info. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Thanks for the information. Here's my challenge. What's her name, by the way, Danny? What's her name? Her name, uh, Herma. Herma. Why don't you go ahead and marry Herma? Not next year. I will. Marry Herma now. What's What's keeping you from marrying Herma this summer, right now? Like, like in the next couple of weeks? Uh, I don't know. I guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just pl- uh, planning. I guess. Just gotta. Planning it out. Well, let, let me just challenge you. Uh, you are right now living like you're married, but you're not married. You're playing house, but you don't really have the authority. She's not under your authority. I think once she comes under your authority, she'll be more respectful of you. Now, you still have some relational dynamics, okay? She's still opinionated. You're all, you know, you're a man, and she's a woman, so she's going to be right. You're not going to be right all the time. Okay, that's, that's relationships, and, and we can work on those, and that's where counseling and, and good techniques from people like me and others may come in. But at the end of the day, the thing you're missing is putting it all in order. It's out of order right now. She's supposed to leave her father and mother, cleave to her husband, which is you, and then you're supposed to become one flesh. You did it backwards. You became one flesh, so now you have kids. Uh, you have, they haven't, you right, yep. She and you haven't left and cleaved to one another in, in matrimony. Uh, and so, really, you've just kind of done it backwards. But that's okay because God is a God who can take things that are in disorder and put them into order. And so I'm telling you I believe what God's order is, and I really want you to think and pray on just go ahead and marrying her. Uh, is, is she the father? Is she the mother of both those kids? Uh, she is, yeah. Brother, you owe, Actually, uh, twins. You, you owe it to those twins, and you owe it to Mama to put a ring on it, to marry her. You can have a big wedding later. You can have all the family later. But get a good preacher to come into the house or, or go, uh, you know, to – uh, a pastor somewhere and say, listen, we're already together in spirit, but we really need to be together legally. And she needs to come up under your authority. And I think she's going to respect you for that. I think she's been wanting that commitment and those kids deserve it. So there's my challenge. What What do you think about that, Danny? Uh, that's perfect. Uh, I, will, I will pray about it and see if I can do it ASAP. Man, did you say ASAP, like yeah, as soon as possible? ASAP, as soon as possible, yep. Man, I'm so proud of you. Get it right. When you get it in order, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. 
That means you're going to put God first. You're going to put this thing in order. And when that goes in order, I'm going to promise you all the other things are going to fall in place, Danny. And you're going to be so happy. And she's going to respect you. And you're going to get that family in order. You can have a big party later. But don't let, let the planning and the big party and all the money and the money for the ring, don't let all of that keep you from getting in order with God. Go ahead and get in order with God and watch what God does. How's that sound? And that sounds perfect. All right. Thank you. All right, my brother. Hey, listen, Danny, God, God bless you. And you tell opinionated Herma uh, that uh, <laughs> you love her, you want to marry her, and she's going to have to let you be right more at the time, okay? All right. I'll call you back <laughs> when I get married. <laughs> you got it, my friend. God bless you. Oh, thank you so much for calling. Now, this is why I love my show, because just because people come in a certain way doesn't mean they're going to leave a certain way. But you got to invite them to the table, and I'm so glad that Danny heard what I was saying. Now, let's pray that the Spirit of the Lord helps him to go ahead and follow all the way through. I don't often tell people to go get married, by the way, and I don't tell them to, to get out of marriages right away. But there's sometimes it just seems pretty clear. And uh, this one, I mean, what, are you going to break up a whole family and, and tell them to separate and separate the kids from their parents? And all? No, no. I think this is one where you got to go ahead and, and step into it. Of course, that's just my opinion. You tell me what you think as well. All right. Hey, let's go to Brittany. Brittany's in Bowie, Maryland. Hey, Brittany, David Anderson here. How you doing? Well, what you? Thank you so much for taking my call today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I got a couple of minutes with you, and I want to hear from you. So go go ahead and tell me what's on your mind. Okay, so I just wanted to hurry up and say quickly, um, I heard your approach with, I believe it was Roy from Upper Marlboro. That's right. Um, and I, I agree with you only because I've been in a relationship with someone who was on a DL. Okay. I had a child with this person before even knowing that they were on the DL. Okay. And they they deceased. And after everything came out, the guy that he was with, I befriended him, and we're still friends to this day. Hmm. So I do believe that um, God, you know, he loves us all, and who are we to judge? A lot of people don't understand the relationship that he and I have. Hmm. And I feel like it hurt in the beginning, but who am I to judge? I feel like um, you just allow God to change people's hearts and, and just pray for them. So yeah. I just wanted to say that's your approach. I love it. I don't know if it's because I'm a millennial, but I just <laughs> so heartily agree to that. And then I want to hurry up and say I am currently married. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm currently married, and my husband, the way that we work together, um, we put God in the center of our relationship. That's good. So when we are going through things to make him feel that he is the man of the household, I just continue to encourage him. Yeah. Um, stay positive even when things aren't positive. And I believe that your tongue is very positive. I mean, yeah. very powerful. Yeah. So when you speak, you have to speak things into existence. So mm. when he doesn't do things, I don't nag and say, oh, you didn't take the trash out. Of you know, I'll just say, honey, you know, I know you're busy. When you get a chance, can you please, right. you know, take the trash out? And then I'll say, I know you're going to do it. You know, I just try to <laughs> speak into uh, speak it into the atmosphere and be positive. Sure. I know God says without faith it's impossible to please him. So I have faith like, Father, I know that, you know, you're going to turn things yeah. around, the little minor things that might nag me, you know, things like that. So I just wanted mm. to say we keep Christ in the center of our relationship. I we like know it. all things are possible through him. So when I we like are it. going through things, um, we have disagreements. You know, we agree to disagree. We just right. turn it around and 
But that helps them helps him feel like the man when you come with that approach. And uh, you know what? I'm proud of you, and I'm glad you're married. And uh, I believe that the approach uh, of letting God change people instead of us trying to change them uh, would be quite helpful. Hey, listen, Brittany, thanks for calling from Bowie, Maryland. And remember, you don't have to judge. You can still speak the truth, but people got to know you're speaking it with love in love because you actually do love i'll be right back policies issued by american general life insurance company houston texas not available in all states for details visit aigdirect.com it takes a lot of courage to face your own death but i'm glad i finally did see i was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family even though i knew it was important then my neighbor's husband died I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-500-3471. That's 1-800-500-3471. 1-800-500-3471. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for a health care plan, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have hundreds of thousands of members all across the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2.5 billion of each other's medical bills. Best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings may be less or more, but Think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. Just hit star star 734. That's star star 734. Star star 734. Joining me right now, our good friend Brian Sheely. He is co-founder, along with Mike Rakeman, of Fellowship Home Loans. And Brian, rates have dropped a bit over the past week. Uh, why is that happening, and uh, is this something you see lasting? You know what, Don? We talk about this a lot, where you know, just because of the U.S. economy and where, where that is overall, a lot of other factors. And in this case, it's the European climate right now. What's going on in places like Italy? that's impacting the 10-year bond, which is directly impacting interest rates. Rates have dipped. I think this is a good window for people to lock in. You know, even if you think you missed the boat, you're having another opportunity to lock in at near historic rates because I do think they're going to creep up again throughout the rest of the year. Folks, if you want to talk further about this with Mike or with Brian, give them a call at 1-800-804-SAVE. That number's toll-free, 1-800-804-7283. Or you can visit them on their website at fellowshiphomeloans.com. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? 
With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so much for your support, and I want to thank Best Buy Waterproofing for their support. Every time you do business with them, they give our show a $500 donation. So if you have water problems in your house, check with them. They'll give you a free inspection. I trust them. Andy, uh, Andrew Altman is the uh, owner there, and he will contact you directly to help you deal with your waterproofing needs. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com or give them a call at 844-980-3707. All right, let's get a quick call in very quickly. Hyattsville, Maryland. I've got David on the line. Hey, David, I've got just a minute, but I want to hear from you. What are you thinking? Uh, well, look, honestly, uh, I think there ought to be a clear distinction between one who sins uh, they are struggling with and one who says declaring that their sin is right i agree and i i, I do not, i do not say that we should we should um uh, hate homosexuals that's homosexuals, right that's right that would be to, sin i try to hurt them any but 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 the point is that they're using even even tactics of the black civil rights movement for their cause. Yeah, and and that's that's what I I, I, I very much. Yeah, you know, um, I, I once saw. I'm going to let you go after this. I once saw. Yeah, we got ten more seconds. Um, they, okay, they have the sign saying, "Thank God I'm gay. Mm-hmm. God made me gay, mm-hmm. and God is gay." Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, mm-hmm. uh, how strong can you get? Yep, yep. All right, sir. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, David. I appreciate that comment. And whenever I talk about the subject of uh, same-sex attraction and homosexuality, I, I break it into three categories to help us have the conversation. One is homosexuality. One is homosexual behavior. The other is the homosexual agenda. All right, so what you're talking about there, David, is the homosexual agenda. Uh, homosexuality is the struggle. Homosexual behavior is the sin. Homosexual agenda is the strategy. Which one do we want to talk about? Well, so what you were talking about, it's people who are strategically trying to push the movement forward. That doesn't actually reflect all people who are struggling with the struggle of homosexuality. And so what happens is we throw them all into that, then it becomes those people. And when it becomes those people, then we're against them. And so this is why I want to make sure that when we talk about subjects like that, that we're careful in how we actually have the conversation so we don't lose the conversation, you know what I'm saying? And so I hope that that's helpful for those of you who want to engage in this topic to think in in those three ways. Is it the struggle? I don't believe the struggle is the sin. We struggle with something all of our lives. Is it the sin? Now that's something that needs to be repented of. Or is it the strategy? That's something we need to sort of come against and and talk through how we uh, overcome that. All right? I hope that's helpful to you. Today we've been talking about how to make a man feel like he's the man in a marriage. Maybe we need to carry this on uh, throughout the week. I'm just so glad that you were able to hang out with me today. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation. It goes, oh, so very quickly. Uh, But we do pray that uh, it helped enlighten us to some degree. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. 